Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident kick in the face of the pod, DL. How are you, mate? I'm good. I feel like I've been kicked in the face. I don't know if I'm a kick in the face. Uh, <laughs> you sound a bit. You sound a bit nasal today. Are you all right? Are you doing okay? I hope not. I was in a, a COVID <laughs> COVID close encounter yesterday. So close encounters of the COVID kind. Um, yeah. So if anyone can tell, we're actually doing this virtually just one more time for the road because there is a, apparently there's a bit of COVID still kicking around. Who would have thought? Yeah, there's a risk. Tommy's got a, a nice couple weeks planned. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to risk it. I empathize. I really hope I don't get it. <laughs> but I was literally in a conference room with somebody who tested positive today uh, for, for like five hours, at least you said. five to six hours yesterday. <laughs> so it was a big room. It was the biggest one we have in the office, but. Uh, Still not liking my chances. <laughs> you can keep all that over there, mate. I feel, I feel for you. I yeah. feel very sad for you that this has happened. But at the same time, keep it. You, you want to keep it over there? That's absolutely fine by me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll see. I'm, I'm going to Melbourne tomorrow, so <laughs> if I do oh, have it, I'm a super spreader. Don't, you don't kick first. Melbourne off again, God, man. Those guys had it hard. Ah, uh, dude. Fuck them. I'm putting. I'm. I'm spreading it all. <laughs> no, I. I honestly don't think I'll get it. I. I've. I've, knock on wood, I've been resilient so far. So, brilliant. Um, how are you? How are you liking our mini Halloween anthology so far, big guy? How are you liking it? Little preview of today: The Wicker Man, which we are two thousand six. Is it really that recent? Oh. Yeah, um, <laughs> you believe that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yes, <laughs> some of these movies, man. You got to wonder, like who who wrote what and. <laughs> What they were thinking was what 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 were they going for when they pitched this? What were you thinking? Honestly, this one, <laughs> if I'm being real, was creepier than the other one. It, it this was is less. A remake. Is it okay? Yeah, it's a From remake a, of a 1973 film. So for anyone who's who's not uh, au fait with what we're up to here, is in the lead up to Halloween, we decided it would be dumb and funny to talk about unintentionally funny horror movies. And this is the second of a, a little trilogy we're doing. So hop back into last week's and listen to Dre is absolute peak, loving Mark Wahlberg's The Fappening. Uh, what a what a time that was! And this is this is this is different, right? The, the happening is tough to it's a tough follow. I gotta say, I was gonna say, but you know, if anyone's up for the giving it their best and most extra, you know, acting moments, it's <laughs> Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I think we should rank them at the end. Say which is our favorite. All right, we'll do. Well, do you think was the Wicker Man was the Wicker Man original highly, uh, highly rated? That's in. That's a very good question. I was looking. I was actually having a little glance before, and I just watched the trailer for it, and I was like, "Oh, this looks just." It actually looked worse somehow. It was nine seventy three. What do you expect? But I was like, "Oh, this looks dire," and I started to like do a bit of research. Like, what are the differences between the two thousand six and the nine seventy three? And I was like. I didn't care about this movie. Why am I putting all this effort in yeah. to find this out? I, you know what? I've got to say, I am starting to feel the chills, and I'm really worried about this COVID thing. I just like literally, I just tried to move my back, uh, and it was uh, like uh, kind of painful. And I'm like, "Fuck, that's a weird back pain." I remember that's a thing with COVID. You get like weird back pain. It's been I'm one kinda... day. It takes at least a week for it all to come through, buddy. I think you'll be fine. Uh... Do you know what's funny? Actually, it, as as it is coming up to Halloween, as we are doing our anthology, yeah. I, uh, our work are talking about doing like a Halloween themed afternoon, day, whatever, whatever it is. 
And I was thinking, what's the dumbest thing? In this unintentionally funny, you know, grand scheme of things that we're talking to, I was like, what would be funny and stupid to do? And I was just sort of like Googling dumb Halloween outfits. And the best one that came up was, you know, Ken in uh, Rollerblades in the Barbie movie? Yeah. Ah, that came up. And I was like, oh, that would be a good one. It's not scary in the slightest, but it would be a dumbass outfit, right? I I mean, there's a lot of good... Ken outfits. The one at the end, the Mojo Dojo outfit. Ah, yeah. There's plenty of Kennergy. That'd be fabulous to be had. Oh, bring me that Kennergy big guy. Oh, yeah. I love it. Hey guys, look, if you want to stick around and listen to his bench about a day, working out if Dre's got COVID or not, feel free to. <laughs> there will be time codes in the description, as always, provided by friend of the show and editing master, Mr. Matthew Bliss, whose details we'll be giving you at the end of the show. But before we start talking about what we've been up to and getting into our main topic, yeah, I've got like a, a really serious question for you. Like really serious. Let's hear it. If you were to give Nick Cage a, a ranking, let's say a scale, like like let's say maybe stars, one to five of how Nick Cage, Nick Cage is in this movie, where, whereabouts do you think you'd give him? I mean, dude, he's like about flying off the page, dude. He's, he's very, very <laughs> extra. It's the most extra I think I've seen Nick Cage ever. No. Like the ending, dude. The ending is up there. Oh, the ending. The ending the is ending up there. for sure. Uh, so you would say five stars. Is that what you're saying? You say this I is a would five say star five, five like, no's out of five. <laughs> the like, beast. <laughs> the beast. Uh, yeah. Dude, so the Wicker Man, it looked, dude, honestly, I'm looking at the 70s one and it looks creepy. Just the stills. I mean, this was creepy. But before you, before you carry on with that, guys, I'm just, I got, I'm just saying, I'm looking rate it up. the podcast. Oh yeah, please, <laughs> please do rate, do it rate the podcast. That five star joke is a bit to ask you guys to please, if you do like what you're hearing, give us that five stars, baby. It really helps. You know how algorithms work. We don't have to tell you this stuff. Give us five stars. People hear it. And if you like it enough to pass it on to a friend who likes geeky nonsense, that would be awesome too. That's how we get new listeners. That would be nice of you. And one day we might have more than one listener. It would be beautiful. It'd be more bellissimo. than one. Mm-hmm. Uh, DL, mate, what have you been up to, buddy? What's been happening? Honestly, I haven't had much time this week. It's been one of those weeks. I'm, it's like, you know, you just work your ass off. You do a bunch of stuff and then you, you know, realize the, the week is collapse. By. <laughs> but um, what have I been up to? The, the few things I have been doing. We finished the Murdoch season oh, yeah, two. the second series. Finished that. It's only like three episodes, so it was pretty quick. How's that? Um, look, honestly, as an American who followed this, it, I didn't really learn much new. <laughs> it was more like you get a bunch of people's like takes on things, and that's kind of interesting. Uh, but interesting. Uh, yeah, it was. I I knew everything that was. There was nothing new, but it was interesting. What, what, what comes new to the table? Because last time it was predominantly focused on the kids, if I remember correctly, the ones who were there the night. Yeah, it follows the murder of the dude's wife and daughter, or oh, sorry, wife and wife and son. The one, the son that dies, or the son that yeah, like yeah. was in that boating accident. If he's he's murdered, and his mom in the same night, and it follows uh the the timeline so is, of is that. Is it a trial? It does go all the way through to the trial. It it follows like the night of the what you know the investigation and then the trial. I was just doing that classic Netflix thing of there isn't the story isn't quite finished still, so they're just uh, chucking the, my content out. The story was finished, although there does seem to be more to the story. Ooh, interesting. But the story, as far as like an outcome for the like the mystery, is finished. Yeah. So I I was watching that. Yeah. Wait, so they found out who killed the? I mean, they know who killed the girl in the first place. It was a dude, been a reckless boat driver, but like all that's all that's finished now. There's no going There's, back. So you're you're missing a lot. Like basically. That 
first season is talking about like it, it leads up to the bigger event, which is that kid and his mom was murdered. Maybe I just can't remember. It's a long yeah. time. Yeah. No, no, I get it. And they, and they, and they're investigating like who it's like shocking murder, right? Like they've just both been shot. Yeah. And then, and so they're investigating that. And yes. So like the main mystery of who did that, I mean, this theoretically who done if, it? You've been, if you've been following the news, you know. <laughs> so yeah, for uh, sure. Well, I mean, like it's pretty, it was a pretty famous, point, it was a pretty famous case. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's an enjoyable show, man. Like I remember it was pretty enjoyable wow that's a weird thing to say about <laughs> yeah you you got issues dude yeah probably well you, we all know this about by now surely eh? we've all got little things wrong with us yeah uh I, I i thought it was interesting i thought it was a good watch i thought classic netric netrix netflix it is uh, docudrama um it's good man it doesn't quite capture the uh what's it called uh making a murder mojo dojo <laughs> or yeah, the Mojo Dojo, making a murder, or like my all-time favorite, the uh, Jinx of those kind of shows. Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, that was it's fascinating. It scratches the itch. So I've been doing that. What? How about you, man? Ah, I've got a, a couple of cool things this week. Actually, um, I kind of kind of mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and I I meant to come back to it, but completely forgot. But we actually, I actually had a, a, a no veto week, and I, if anyone's been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that me and the partner. We flip between, she has a no uh, veto week one weekend, the next I have one. It means we get to watch things we want to watch, but also we find similarities and things that maybe we weren't sure about watching. One of the things she chose to watch, oh man, it's like two years ago now. And it's, I don't know how I'd never seen it, but it was 21 Jump Street. And it is now one of my absolute favorite movies, like hands down. And I, I, it was her Novita week, and I was like, oh, you You've know, never I'm, seen I'm 21 sure. Jump Street, the new one. I know, I know, it's right? I ne- had never yeah. seen it. Yeah. So it was, that was, that was a dumb story. That was when COVID was just wrapping up and we were allowed to, you know, when you first got into going and sitting in, in bars and stuff, but you had to be separated from people and you had to book a time and we'd gone, we'd had some dinner and we were coming back and I bought us a bottle of wine at dinner and she'd only had like one glass and I drunk the rest of the bottle, not realizing that she wasn't really drinking. And then on the way back, I bought a second bottle thinking that, oh yeah, we'll share this one too. No, I just drank it all. And I was sat watching watching uh, 21 Jump Street, literally on the floor, just like rolling around laughing. One of the funnest experiences I've had in a long time, just pissed being an idiot laughing at 21 Jump Street. And the partner's Hilarious. just sober. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> so she enjoyed that, I'm sure. She was having more fun laughing at me than laughing at a movie. It was great. Fair enough. Anyway, fair enough. getting away off point, the, the thing we watched this week that was my no veto was that I finally, finally, finally convinced the partner to watch Star Wars A New Hope. So episode four, the first one, whatever you want to call it. And interestingly, what you get on Disney, it's, it's one of the abridged versions. It's like the mastered version, I think, that George Lucas has gone in. He's done a bunch of tinkering. He's added a bunch of bullshit. So it's longer? It's, it's a little bit longer got a couple of extra scenes it's got a ton more cgi just baked into it and it does not look good sometimes sometimes you're like george man you you, you didn't need to do that but you know like it's worse than the original it's just the same same but different it's got bits you don't need there's an extra scene with introducing jabba the hut it's got other bits in it it's just unnecessary but the car like the chassis of the story is still there and it's still such a good movie like i forgot so many bits in that like the trash compactor how do you forget the trash compactor it's, oh, it has been like 15 scene. years yeah i know right it's been at least 15 years since i've watched it so it was nice to go back give it a go um I don't, i'm gonna try and, i'm gonna try and get it to watch all of them i'm gonna try and see if i can do it i'm gonna be like girl 
you can do this. I don't know what accent I'm going for there. All of them or just the original trilogy? Start with the original trilogy and see how we go. So I kind of want to rewatch the the uh, prequel tri- trilogy because I haven't watched them in a long time. The last one is good. The first one's all right. The second one is so bad. <laughs> Dude, it's shockingly bad. Although, like, what's his name is good. Obi-Wan is still good. Yeah. I wish we hate on Ahsoka the other, the other week. Had, go back and check out that podcast. We had some spicy takes on Ahsoka. Yeah, as much as we sort of hated on that a little bit. Actually, no, I said it, we thought it was all right. Uh, it it did make me really interested going back and watching things about the Clone Wars and about those bits and if there's anything I'd missed or, you know, probably no. not. <laughs> you didn't because it. it's all retcons. <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> I'll say this. It makes me appreciate Hayden Christensen a performance more. I, I actually don't think he's totally. bad. I think he's written poorly. And Obi-Wan and what's his name's Obi-Wan is really great. Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan is, is awesome. Like yeah, he's, he's the fantastic. reason you go watch that show. Yeah. Or that movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I can probably talk her into that. He does look kind of like Jesus in this. So I'll be like, hey, girl. The mullet. I'm going to watch more Star Wars. Yeah. yeah it's the, the mullet, mullet is iconic for sure. I don't know what this character is I'm bringing to the table today, but he's he's a little bit greasy. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. I forgot to ask. Sorry. Did you, do you recommend people watching the, uh, the murder murder yeah man like yeah dude i think like if you're an american <laughs> and you like crime theme, no. if uh if you are <laughs> a fan of like the mockumentary the not the mockumentary the crime kind of series like it's definitely one of the more intriguing and better ones that i've Dead seen is. um it's not as much of a mystery it's more like a sh- like shocking like you know what like that this is this exists in a part of you know one of the most developed countries in the world yeah yeah, I think um, some of the story around it is the most interesting part, yeah. you know, around like the family and like and, the, and their friends. The friends are interesting. Yeah. All, all of it, all all of yeah. what surrounds that family is, is interest as, as interesting as what's going on with the murders and stuff. So yeah, totally. What else you been doing, buddy? Uh, well, wh- the only other thing I really made some progress on was uh, sex education. The new season. <laughs> I thought you you put a pause yeah. in there. And I was like, yeah, sex <laughs> education. I've started doing this. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, sex education is a phenomenal show, man. How, how far are you in? Show. I I feel like I watched it with you previously. It's dude, it's phenomenal. It's a great show. It consistently like is ridiculously funny and heartfelt in all the right ways. Like it's a it's obviously a satire on like, hey, like if everything that we think is, you know, all the minorities were actually the majority or or equally represented or overrepresented, like yeah. and everyone was okay with that and super liberal the way that we're going to be in 100 years or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the sure how would that you know what would that society look like and how do we investigate and what would that like tell us about like how we operate today um i think it's a very very good show it's got one of my earliest memories of having a crush on like a like a celebrity and we've talked about this on the podcast before jillian anderson man wowza yeah for sure put her in everything she still pulls it off yeah she's uh really well written there's another girl in this that's like kind of new to the scene that i think you will like as well she's a very florence Pugh. Uh, oh, very nice. Pew pew pew. Yeah, she's she's got the look. I'll let you watch it. But you know that it's eight eight three on IMDb. I'm not alone in thinking that it's quite good. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and I think that people don't like the last season as much as the other ones. That goes to show that like the first couple were like really really high. Yeah. So yeah, you're not really helping me out here. Like, what's I, I, it's called? Sex education. But oh, like, sorry. What is it about? Give me like some sort of yeah. Plot, to be fair, insight. we've talked about it. We've talked it about about it before, but. It's basically like a high school drama, okay, uh, set in the UK, where you know this this the main the protagonist, the main character, 
is the son of a John David Washington. His yeah, the protagonist. protagonist. It's actually <laughs> Otis Milburn, aka. Is it all going backwards and forwards? No, it's just straightforward. <laughs> Not really straightforward. It's trans forward. It's straightforward. It's gay forward. Of it's course, yeah, yeah. All the forwards. Asa Butterfield is actually the guy that uh, played Ender in Ender's Game. Uh, if you'd okay. like, if you remember that guy. Um, he's the protagonist and his mom is like a famous sex therapist slash novelist about, you know, open sexuality and all that. And so he's actually yes. like been raised by this single mom who's pretty in touch with all that and has a, you know, despite himself being very, very sexually immature and, and inexperienced, mm. he is really good at giving other people advice at his school oh. about, you know, sexuality and, and feeling normal about yourself and he kind of just becomes a school therapist with a pre- like highly, highly emphasizing on the sex stuff because everyone in high school is all hormonal, hormonal. And everyone just starts going to him That's for you talk about. Of course. Yeah. It goes to him for advice. And it's this big irony because he's like a virgin. But yeah, that's uh, that's the premise of the show. And it's more, wow, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's hard to give it justice. It's more the writing and the characters and the casting, the actors. It's it's good. It's really, really unique. I know the partner's been hedging to watch it for a little while, so I reckon we'll probably end up getting that. That sounds fun. Yeah. You I recommend it? It's the final nice. season. Yeah. So it's not too hard oh. to get through. It's like, well, I think it's going to be three or four seasons. I think, yeah, you just burn through it. How long are the episodes? Uh, They're about 45 minutes. They're longer episodes. It's more of a drama okay. comedy. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I've done I've done a, a, a wildly different thing this week, and um, and going back to movies, I haven't haven't a lot of time to watch much TVs outside of the uh, the Wrexham, which has been carrying on in the background. And we did finish David Beckham, by the way. We talked probably most about it last week. Actually, no, did you watch any more of David Beckham? I didn't, but Gail did. I was shocked. Oh, she got this thing on when I come home. I was like, why did you watch this? I would have watched this with you. Uh, was on it's one three. thing you can watch together. I know. And I was like, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to go back and watch it now. I will. Yeah, she stopped. I'll, I'll catch up. It's, uh, it's an interesting show. We'll, we'll talk about it when, when you've seen it. But I watched a movie called Operation Fortune Rules de Gere which is a brand new Guy Ritchie movie. It must have only come out earlier in the year and come di- almost directly to streaming because I do not remember this being in cinemas at all. Do you remember, uh, have you even heard of this movie, Operation Fortune by Guy Ritchie? I've heard of it, but I didn't. I don't think I saw any previews or anything. So I think all these recent movies are starting to blend together for me a little bit. Like he's, he's kind of tried to go back to his gangster roots a little bit, but they're all a bit Hollywood now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. He's back with Jason Statham, who's doing his bald best. And it's got a, 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 a f- favorite of the show, Kerry uh, Ulwes. Ker- I never say his name right. Ulwes? Ulwes. Who did Robin Hood Men in Tights. He was in Stranger Things as the uh, the, the crooked uh, mayor of the town. He's great. I love him. He's fantastic. But like, I watched this movie like a week ago, and I cannot remember a single thing that happened in it. I had to rewatch the trailer to talk about it because I was like, what the fuck happened in this movie? That's not a good sign. <laughs> that's, that's not a bingo. <laughs> that like, is what not is a good thing. Uh... Yeah, genuinely, it was like a bunch of in- really stereotypical action movie characters doing really stereotypical action movie things. I was like, this, this isn't what I remember Guy Ritchie for. Come on, man. I mean, you know, you can only like, he's got to find another well to tap, you know? He's got to find. You can something. only do the just, same just kind of story. This the same like, like so many times. You can only tap the same kind of like muse so many times. Like the you got to challenge yourself. I don't think he's put himself into a position where he should like do a different kind of movie, which I think would help him. Ooh, 
Like, yeah, I think so too. You know what I mean? Stretch your stretch your imagination away from gangster. Is it a gangster movie? Yeah, of course. It's like <laughs> gangster action. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, mostly yeah. so. Yeah, there you go. The the plots around you know, I, you know, what? I can't fucking remember the plot. It's Hugh Grant who's the bad guy, and uh, Josh Hartnett's in it. And for some reason, oh, Josh okay. Hartnett is Josh Hartnett's ironically playing an actor, and he has to get close to this gangster character uh, of Hugh Grant to I don't know why he's got the codes to something or something 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 dark side ah yeah, yeah josh honest effectively got to get close to him as an actor not being sort of trained in these things and like find a way to get his confidence and all this like there's bits of it that i like the idea of like you yeah know, the inception of josh Hartnett being an actor in a movie yeah. <laughs> obviously not that well not that well executed if i can't remember a single thing that happened how was you his know? performance how was he was it similar uh, to opie as iconic i rate josh Hartnett. you know i Same. think he's great it's a bummer he just like disappeared for a decade where's he been or more um he, he tried really hard to get that prestige television and it just didn't work out for him, sadly. I, I don't even think that's what... I think he just, like, stopped acting for a bit. Surely. He just wasn't in movies for, like, 15 years. He was in that... What's the one? Uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Do you remember that? No, but when was that released? Oh, that's that's classic, like, prime American Pie era. Yeah, he, 90s, early 2000s. We are in 2023. <laughs> like, yeah, like, that's 20 years ago, my man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he breaks up with his girlfriend and goes on like for, like this thing of like 40 days and 40 nights. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Of nothing, you know, not touching himself, not having sex, all this stuff. And it's it's got a lot of, you know, early 2000s sensibilities. It's funny. Like, I was having this conversation with a friend of the show, Riggs, the other day. It's the friends thing. It's like you watch it back now and you try and put 2023 sensibilities on stuff from 1999 it's gonna look bad i mean right? dude a hundred percent and then you like the funniest part is like a lot of like my you know the younger generation maybe ours also do the same thing to like historical figures they're like columbus mm. was a was an asshole i'm like yeah dude like it's <laughs> in the 1400s alive. like i'm pretty sure like slavery was everywhere everyone was assholes by today like it's it's cooked yes it is true but you're like why why are you surprised about this like they were did you see the textbooks in schools they were it was terrible like it was a bad time to be alive oh yeah so i just find it funny when people like yeah if we can't even if we can't even pull if we can pull up tweets from the 90s like it's not even the 90s the early 2000s and people can get canceled then oh we're all god help god help columbus you know Hey guys, look, if there's anything that you've seen that we haven't talked about on the show, anything you'd recommend, we love when you send recommendations. Please hit us up. You can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Actually, go and check out our website, www.podcastassemble.com. Soon enough, we are going to be getting some friends of the show to be starting publishing some articles for us, which we're really, truly excited about. Friend of the show, Addy from the Film Addicts podcast, is hopefully going to be adding some content there very soon. So please, please, please check it out. Give it a read. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a share. All the things for algorithms. You. DM. Yeah. Do you want to preface our main topic? Our main, our main topic, as I think I already alluded to. It's the main topic theme. And there it is. Uh, is the Wicker Man. The Wicker, Wicker, Wicker Man. 2006, baby. Wicker, Wicker. The Beast. Why uh, the Beast? Oh, no, not the Beast. Not the Beast. Ah! I don't have my eyes. Again, a movie oh. in our trilogy that starts 
you know, with bees. No, <laughs> there is a lot of <laughs> oh my similarities between bees. the happening and this movie, mainly comedy and bees. <laughs> So this is the second part of our unintentionally funny horror movies trilogy. And DL, to kick us off, man, give me that stupid plot summary. Okay. Um, As the great James Franco, well after this random cameo, once said, or in the future said, they honeydicked me. (laughs) Do you know what the, if you know the reference, you know. I don't know if I is that from a film? Yeah, the honey the honey dicking. It's from uh it's from the interview. A very oh, underrated movie because it got like canceled. It was like the first yeah, thing yeah. that got canceled. He's been canceled. He's a pretty bad guy apparently. Apparently so, he's uh not a great bloke. He's been canceled, then brought back, then kind of canceled again. Um I think he has just some, stay dead, James Franco. I think he's got some. There's, there's no need for you sex. right now. I think he's got some sex issues. You know, he might be addicted. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, the honey dicking is the act of really using seduction or sexuality to, uh, or just seducing someone in some fashion. It doesn't yeah, have to of be sex to do something for you, but you have an ulterior agenda, Oof. ulterior motive. Well, that, my friend, is very. Very on the nose. Let me yes. give you mine very quickly. Nicholas Cage chases children around a burning man, doing his best Ryu impression from Street Fighter, while being haunted by the Inception train that stalks a girl in his dreams. He decides to go trespassing in an Amazon warehouse slash island, where the workers are either female middle management or male laborers who can't talk. It doesn't go well. <laughs> no, it doesn't go well. <laughs> it does not go well. Like, I didn't even realize, like, they did not tie anything together with it when it comes to all those visions like what they just forget Nothing. part of the movie <laughs> I didn't even think about that this is like in hindsight like so we go the inception part of what tommy just said is actually fair like these dream states he goes into multiple dream states of visions about this his daughter that he's looking for like i'll, I'll i guess let me start that we'll get, let we'll me preface the movie yeah, in a minute it. but like the fact that it's just so random his dreams Really want to fuck that poor girl up. It's so sad. <laughs> like, Dude, like I don't the bit even... where the train is 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 like on a boat and the train still gets her. I'm like, bro, like chill out, train. <laughs> you mean the 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 truck? It's uh, a truck. It's a right? truck, but yeah, it, yeah. it looks like it looks like the train. It's like so a this train. is from yeah. Neil Laboot, who managed to create one of the most memeable movies of all time, and has got Nicolas Cage and a bunch of other folks who I'm going to frank with you, I didn't really know anyone else in this movie outside of nick cage there's a lot uh, of people Willow. no there's a lot of people that are like fuck they've been in movies but i just they're not yes. they're not big actresses or actors there's a lot of like yeah. uh, other guys in quotation marks like as uh, yeah. as one of our other favorite podcasts would say uh i i did recognize the willow woodward character that was kate Beahan. Beahan sounds like i'm trying to say bacon sandwich in jamaican it's not um and that like Outside of that, though, I didn't really know too many of them. I did love some of the names. I think my favorite was Sister Beach because she was a beach. <laughs> Her voice, dude. She was a monster. Her uh, voice this- is intimidating. So she, this girl, Kate Behan, is, this is like what she's mainly known for. Yeah, which is I weird. Mean, she, so she's been in like a couple stuff. other things, but I think she's been in a bunch of CSI stuff, like random, you know. Yes. Yeah. I think she's been in a couple of like TV shows here and there. Yeah. So tell me then, what's the plot of this? What What are we talking about, Dale? What happens in this stupid a thing? a sheriff or a cop or a deputy? One of those. I think he's a sheriff. Mun- municipal titles. What is the difference? I don't know. Write in Rank. if you know the sheriff. The difference between a sheriff, <laughs> a deputy, or a, or a 
you know, police officer. What is the difference? None of us really know. <laughs> a sheriff basically gets a out of the blue, investigates a disappearance of a girl from a small island at the behest of an ex-lover. Yeah. Uh, somebody who, you know, he shit he was, gets weird. He was dropped With by and shit gets really weird. But I guess like this is all after he watches somebody die with like the girl a uh, uh, girl burning. die basically like the, the movie starts and he there's a car accident of a girl dying burning he can't save her and he's in a he's in a rut he's been taken off the force for a bit as he kind of yep. gets over this traumatic experience in which case the inciting incident takes us to this island where he investigates a missing a missing daughter of uh one of his ex his this girl that he left or that left him a long time ago i mean this kicks off yeah like hard <laughs> like yeah it's that whole weird. bit it's uh, it's so like i wrote down the words morosely earnest it's so earnest That's very I'm like very english and very very accurate it, <laughs> that is a very accurate description give me a break <laughs> yeah <laughs> it so is but like, what did you think of this movie? Like, top level. Like, I, I really want to know. Like, I'm all up because I was what I, I was watching it, and I was like, I can't imagine you watching this film. <laughs> I was watching it, and kind of like the first hour, you're just like, can somebody know anything? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, like, nope. Not everybody can just look blankly and stare blankly and ask questions that are followed by other questions back. Like that was the problem. Uh, th- Everything it was, was super frustrating. By a question. It was so frustrating for the first hour. And you could see why he was getting angry. Yeah, it gets a bit oh. creepy, but it's like kind of creepy just because it's like you're so off kilter because you're like th- none of this is like none of this is remotely like legible. Like what's the word I'm looking <laughs> for? Like I, I just like none of it Wait, follows. Are you telling me you didn't see all this coming? No, of course I saw the ending coming. But it's like, it was so obvious. The first hour, you're just like, what, what is going on? And why is anyone pretending like this is, there's a semblance of like any kind of, uh, logic here? Like, <laughs> it, 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 and why is Nicolas Cage screaming at everyone for no reason? Yeah. Like, like, well, I actually empathized with him. I was like, <laughs> I, like, you've called me out here, woman, to go find this daughter. And every time I ask you a question, you go, what? I don't know. <laughs> Who could who could uh, say? It's like you could, could say. say. You live here. Just tell me anything. Just tell me anything. It's fine. Any kind of contextual information. I was gonna say it's like I was gonna make a joke about Nicolas Cage. I can feel his frustration been stuck on a, an island full of women. He 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 he. But I was like, that's a bit on the nose. Uh, <laughs> you know. But like, it's true. Like, I kept waiting for this to like go from bad. Oh, sorry. Should I say? I kept waiting for this to go from so bad it's good to like actually being good if that makes sense like yeah flipping from bad to good i just never kind of got there, no, there you, know you, I mean? you were on the precipice of it a couple of times like what i would say yeah. is like i know what they were trying to do with this one right like, i do know what they were trying to do what i like as opposed to the happening where i was like what was the goal always to be funny <laughs> you know what i mean like i couldn't you know you don't know with this one you know i found weird bits of this funny though no of course of course of course, but it feels like it was not, in, it was more unintentional. Like this one. Cause it is just so earnest. It, I mean, like, yes. it, I know in the last, I know, in, I know in the happening, like Mark Wahlberg is super earnest the whole way through. He is, let's be frank. But like it, it, it always felt like it had that tongue in, tongue in cheek delivery to it. Like it was a bit like deadpan. Whereas in this, like he's just like, he's like so Nick Cage all the time. That, you know what I realized? Nick Cage obviously watched a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger growing up. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> or, are they, or are they from the same era? <laughs> I 
I guess I they mean, are. There's, there's definitely some overlap. I think there, he was. There? I think he was inspired by. Anyway, the uh, so it starts bafflingly weirdly with the, that car exploding. Like, explain that to me. Like, is that supposed to be a motivation for him? Is that supposed to be makes like, no sense? His grief that's driving him on here. How can I explain something that has no? He didn't even <laughs> know these people. That's our podcast, my yeah, friend. That's what it, we're supposed to do. It's un- you cannot explain the unexplainable. That it, it makes no Bet. sense. That part is really weird. So Nicholas Cage is Edward. Then he's a police officer. He receives a letter from uh, an ex-fiance, Willow. Right, Willow. What I liked Willow. I thought she was good. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, claiming that they have a daughter, effectively. I mean, they didn't say it straight away. Uh, called Rowan, and she's missing on some remote island, and they all have to go out and find these mad pagan vibes. So, yeah. first of all, like he gets a letter, and he takes it to his mate, and why is his mate so aggressively against him pursuing this? Because his mate's like, he's get- you better not do that. <laughs> it's really I actually weird. thought that was believable, dude, because he, he didn't know it was his daughter at that point. Like oh, yeah, It would have been true. much more believable if he knew it was his daughter, you know what I mean? Then he's like super motivated to go there. Why he's motivated to go find this missing girl that so he does weird. not know from this lady he hasn't heard of, all because he saw a years. different girl die? Like what? Like it doesn't make any sense. And then that's what the, I was saying. Yeah, yeah. But but to be fair, if you're his mate, dude, I you got, I hope you would look out for me. Why are you gonna go to this all halfway across the world? <laughs> when, dude, for this that chick can't be that good. Know. Like chill, yeah. chill, relax. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, brilliant. I like that. Um, I like that it's got like quite small stakes in this, like from the very beginning. You know, you're thrown into this weird world where there's a lot of odd stuff happening, and it's actually quite an intense world they built because, you know, Nick Cage gets to this island and it's this like pagan y, culty sisterhood, whatever you want to call it. And you're just like, culty, because, you could say culty. Yeah. Well, because no, because it, it's so isolated and location, like in a narrative sense as well, just creates this almost sense of otherworldliness. And it's weird. To, it was weird from the moment he got there. It is, and it's uh, the thing I think that they were trying to do is have this like oddly like uh, like slow, creepy build up. But there were it was it was oh, some of that was funny. Some of that was funny. No, it was funny, and I think that like some of it was creepy. But and have you heard? Have you ever heard of Midsommar? Yes, uh, it's an A twenty four. Like that's the vibe I think they were trying to go for, but it was just too obscure. Like that, this movie that's coming out in twenty years time, we're gonna no, but, try and do but, what that's gonna. Do. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like that. That yeah, that's yeah. the that I think that nailed it. This is what they were trying to do, and they didn't nail it. Oh, for uh, sure. For and sure. it was. And it, it's just kind of like, uh, it's just confusing. It's just too, it's too absurd. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not yeah. enough normal. Like you're, you're instantly affronted you, yes. by the absurdity of it. Like you're like, oh, you're, you're so right. You need yeah. an element of no- normality to it. You need it to, to be just a bit off something a bit off. like, this is like on the, yeah, you know, the, te- yeah, the, yeah. the teeter, the teeter totters teetering a little bit. Then it's like, okay, something's a bit weird. This thing, it's a full on hurricane. Should, like it's like a <laughs> red flag, red flag, red flag. Like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> he's just walking around with these kenny from south park beekeepers and it's just like, yeah like we're just on? like they're and dude like and the chick with like the voice she's just like get out of here like right away dude um fucking batman <laughs> scorpion voice. Yeah. that scorpion from bro she Mortal sounds Kombat. like fucking she sounds like batman begins batman like swear to me uh, swear to me yeah i'm like dude this <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna make a joke about the ending of this that nicholas cage turns into like mortal Kombat. he's like bloody uh 
I don't know, Liu Kang. So we can have Liu Kang versus Scorpion, because that happens in this film. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> the ending in particular is quite a doozy. Quite oh, a man, doozy. The ending. I can't. I can't wait to talk about it. Did you notice very early on in this, like, I think to try and add to the already overwhelming sense of weird creepiness, that there were a lot of twins in this. Did you notice that? Yeah, that was by design for sure. Like, that would have been an interesting thing to just well, that's, have be that's there. That's what I thought was going to come back around. You know how, like, last week we were talking about how we thought the bees were going to be, like, the thing, and, you know, like, we something was happening with the bees setting it. I don't know what we thought, but... Uh, that film was just funny whereas this i was like it's going to be something about twins like they're going to have a there's going to be a twin or like willow will be a twin or something but nah nah just a a weird point for no apparent reason so i guess then what happens is nick cage jumps into this community is really angry to everyone for no apparent reason kills one of their beloved bees and then goes on the hunt for this daughter right rowan who yes you know he he doesn't know it's his daughter. Yeah, yet. I have a question Just... for you, uh, Thomas. Please. Hypothetically, yeah. if you had an ex from high school reach out to you at around this point in your life that had dumped <laughs> you hard, right? And <laughs> with a with a request of help me find my lost daughter in the middle of, let's just say, Greenland. Let's give a very <laughs> remote you know, place. And like, I, I'm just curious, would you, would you follow the call there? Like, did anybody give you an over the pants hand job that good in high school to drive you to such a, an OT, OOTP? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Nick Cage in this is full smitten, like the whole time, full smitten. Uh, no, I, I'm pretty sure I would probably laugh to begin with. You know, what, actually, that makes me think. So this I would think it was like a Nigerian prince scam. I can't remember I told you this. I had, a thing very recently, like within the last six months where a girl, I must have dated her when I was like in my early 20s tops. It must have been when I'd finished university, I'd done a bit of travel, gone back to my hometown and she reached out and yeah, it mustn't have gone well. And she just like messaged me on Facebook and was like, hey, you know, it was really weird how things ended between us, blah, blah, blah. Really like to connect again, all this. And I'm like, I think you did tell me this. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? Like 15 years later, I'm like, dude, like it's, it's gone. It's, it's, don't, don't worry about it. What did you stage. say? Did you respond? I didn't. I didn't. Should, should I? Should I do it? Live you left on her on air? red. Oh man, that's got to hurt. She really, re- <laughs> she was really, she was really putting herself out there. She tried hard. And I felt, I kind of felt bad, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't know you. Also, maybe you should have responded. Anyway, why, this could have been you, you. You could have been the Wicker Man. This could have been the lead-in. I could. That could have been me. I could have been the beige. The beige. Do you want, do you want to hear, hear the message? Is this too rude to read this out? Is this too mean? I don't think so. You didn't give any names. All right. Okay. So, hey, Tommy, this is probably so out of the blue, and hopefully you remember me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Did now, you? This is where this is where it gets this is where it gets a bit creepy. She goes, "I was going through old diaries and thought quite a lot about you. How are you? It's been quite a few years. I'm not going to read the rest because the rest is a little bit brutal, but it ends with something on the lines of anyway. Completely understand if you if I don't get a response. I hope I've given you a good enough reason to to reach out to me very soon. <laughs> like I'm like, is this the Wicker Man? Am I going to get killed? I want to know what you skipped. What did you yada yada over there? Oh, anyway. Well, maybe I'll tell you off air sometime. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, you know, but I think that's you it. avoided like, I wouldn't. No, I don't think I would. Would you? Yeah, you dodged a bullet. I mean, you didn't even give her a response on Facebook. What do you mean? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course you wouldn't. 
That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, would you? You didn't even send a couple terabytes of data or whatever through a cloud, let alone fly to. I felt, I felt weird enough about the message. Would I? If it was my, Did if you I have knew any I had hand- it, handies that good. No. If <laughs> if I knew I had a child, maybe. So like maybe then that's a real motivation. I think that would make it make me want to respond to even less. You would, you would flee. <laughs> Leave and change your number. Uh, I'd be like, exactly. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, this isn't this isn't what Tommy you're thinking of. So sorry. Yeah, there might have been a couple OTPs that'd be worth it. I might, I I might, like, I might think about it. I want to go to Greenland. So, oh, you know, good for you as a vacation destination. I can't let you do that in in all you know good conscious. Having now seen the Wicker Man, where he finds like a bunch of weird pagan style uh, yeah. ritual books about burning and all this. Yeah, and yeah. Did they? I can't let you do it, buddy. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Did they actually kill the flight guy, the f- the, the 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 pilot, the pilot? Yeah, they f- he found him on the beach and he was all like, had his mouth sewn up. And what stuff. was that about? How did they kill that guy? He told he told their secret. Yeah, I get t- it. I actually quite. I actually thought he was like one of the more random people in this because he he was in it for such a short amount of time and he had like a, a brief window of opportunity to get some lines in this film but did absolutely nothing with them he was awful he was like this I is mean, your chance buddy just, he was just hanging out he's just flying flying loads to and from Fly, uh, that's that's totally yeah. fair i guess yeah. i guess speaking <laughs> of that i'm like did you not think that the dialogue in this was so weirdly written like all of it was so formal. A hundred percent. That's like the biggest reason why it's weird. It's just like so unnatural. No one talks like this. Yeah. Especially like, and like Nicolas Cage was like way too. He was like formal. He was one way and they were way the other. I don't know. I don't know. How, and like, what... I think that was trying to make a distinction between him and them. Obviously, you know, they've had this, you know, quiet sheltered life. They've lived on this island and he's like a city boy, but it, it just wasn't good tonally it clashed don't you it, think it was it felt like it was written by someone who had no idea what a city person speaks like. <laughs> not only that it felt like it was written by someone who was writing a different style movie yeah co- completely nicholas's cage's like dialogue and tone of his dialogue was not like he was way too like oh, whatever like he was just like come on <laughs> like it was, you, come on guys give me what i and need then he'd just be shouting for no instead reason instead of being like you know a bit like kind of what's wrong with these people like you know like but like <laughs> he was just like extra all the time you know all all the time yeah. all the time i think it was i i have a note here and it just says like is he having a stroke at this point i, I don't think that meant anything but that was just me jotting notes while i was watching the movie but like he it, i feel like it's not giving him any wiggle room to get, show any of his like charisma and charm it was like really one-dimensionally written uh, they clearly had, you know, one thing in mind for that character. And, like, I was going to ask you, like, on a scale of, like, you know, most Nick Cage, like, face-off to, like, I don't know, City of Angels, least Nick Cage, where do you reckon he sits on that scale between, like, say, one and five, for example? Can I just say that I'm not a huge Nick Cage guy? So what movies have I seen on the scale of, like... What I'm saying is, is this, like, bulging eyes... Or is this romantic comedy? It's definitely more bulging eyes with you, like mm, a couple I'd, romantic comedy moments. I'd say it's more like a three out of five. It's like bang in the middle. This is like full Aquaman of Nick Cage's performances. You, you know that three out of five means it's more bulging eyes. 2.5 out of yeah, five would be right b- in the middle. Very slightly, like <laughs> very slightly more bulging eyes. There's only a couple, there's only a couple scenes where he has like rom-com moments. 
There's like two. I don't mean rom-com. I just mean as in like it placid uh, Nick Cage. Like as in uh, he's not going full cray-cray. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But what I will say is the only like, real Nick Cage movies I've seen are like Con Air, this. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. What else? Classic. What other ones are big with him? Like I I just, I know I know he's Face in off. a lot of stuff. I've, I never finished Face Off. It was too absurd. Uh Oh, no, no. You know what I did? One of his best movies is uh The Rock. That's a good movie. Yeah, great film. Great film. Um, we should do a, a mini Nick Cage anthology at some point. I feel like you deserve to watch some of them films. Oh, God, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did like Willow in this. I, keep, I know I've said that before. But Her name is so absurd. Very annoying. But the, yeah. the, the only character with any sort of genuine intrigue about them... You know, I mean, she answered every question with a question. She was literally the Riddler in this. I did, I but... did kind of feel like she was just super dumb. <laughs> I was like, how can you not have anything to say for so help, long? Help him. I guess you're pretty. Like, thank God for that. Jeez. She like, I was yeah, like, Nick, brilliant. what did you see in this woman, Nick? Like, She's a pretty girl. I, and he was yeah. an older guy. I could see what was going on here. Yeah. I feel like this is a uh, this is pre hair transplant Nick Cage. Like he's clearly um. When did he have? Do you think he had one of the modern ones, or do you think he just like one of those like? I reckon ones? he got the old school one. Yeah, I reckon Oof. he basically got a wig put on his head. Oof. Yeah, his hair doesn't. His hair doesn't look real. No, it's weird, isn't it? You know, you know, you know what it looks like. Have you seen um the one with? Pedro Pascal and the one yes. I love where it's, that's the one I'm himself. talking about I've like his hair looks so weird in that movie yeah there's a bit where there's like a wax statue of him in that and, and it looks like the that. wax statue looks more real than it yes. does yes <laughs> the only thing I can really say that was you know fairly impressed about this film was I feel like everyone was like fully committed to it yeah there was no Mark Wahlberg award in this one yeah I feel like everyone was fully committed Everyone was like, you know, everyone knew they were in a weird fucking movie. So they all went, you know what? Let's lean into this. Yeah, there was no Mark Wahlberg-esque like, am I really in a comedy or am I in a drama? <laughs> like, they all believed no, they Boston. were Come on, in a, Yeah, they, they all believed that they were in a freaking weird thriller mystery. That's very true. I, I would say um, Sister Summer Isle, who was like the cult leader per se. I, I thought she was like, you know, downright dastardly. I like that character. She was fun. She was like basically a swivel chair and a cat wave, a bit of Bond villain at times. Her dialogue was so hammy and all of her, all the things she said were like, she said she, all of the things she was saying to Nick Cage were said with such relish. I was like, you're fucking loving this. You, you could even be a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I actually thought that like most of the cult leaders or whatever, most of those people, like their roles were adequately creepy. Like they did a good job. Yeah. It was just like Nick Cage's reaction to them and like interactions with them and like extreme <laughs> up and downs, like kind of just pulled me out of it along with like Willow's just ab- absolute idiocy. Like she was just <laughs> like so uninformed about everything. I was like, you're not believable. Or intentionally holding back the truth, maybe DL. Yeah, but like, I guess that's the, if that's the case, there's not enough of a natural reaction from Nick Cage for me to buy it. Like, I'm like, dude. Why did you come if this is the type of person she is? <laughs> like, I would have turned around, dude. I guess like I didn't, bu- I didn't buy their love because like that's I guess the thing yeah, that makes I give you come. Yeah, like I give you that. I guess the story then progresses. You know, Nick Cage is trying to find the daughter. He's doing all this weird stuff, going to the former school, going to all these different places. Willow's not helping. Exactly. Really it's like what the he's fuck is her purpose? <laughs> and um he thinks he's found her and this is the bit of the movie that clicked me and i i was like i it's a real creepy moment he goes into this underground 
I don't even know what it is. It's like under a weird altar and it's flooded, all like chained up. And he gets in the water. I'm like, mate, what is wrong with you? Big Were time you drugged at the that. beginning of this film? Like, are you okay? I thought he was. Just... I thought the I thought the meat he drank is actually like a hallucinogenic. That would have been interesting if they explored Same. that. Because otherwise, nothing explore makes sense. Anything in this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's there's got to be something you're gonna like explore in here at some point. But then she still saves him. I was like, why? Like, why are you saving him for? Mm, yeah, I agree. I guess he well, had to burn. I suppose. I guess like, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, that is a thing like how much of this they're like oh it was all designed but like how much of this like didn't need to happen most of it oh so <laughs> you know what so i mean so like i feel like they they needed to have a better explanation of like why they strung him along for so long or just like no, like when he goes to bed on the first night like yeah you know knock him out <laughs> you it know what i mean it like yeah like so they, many easier ways I think ways that's of part this. of the ritual but like they didn't really explain that no and it wasn't really a ritual. Yeah, well, they needed to define it more to make it sen- make sense for him to be like allowed to explore around. You know what I mean? It's like then, primed their meat. Yeah, there's exactly. There needed to be more explanation for why he needed to be primed. You said you said a minute ago, like the first half of the movie. I'd say more than the first half. I'd say the first hour more of the movie. I nothing fucking happens. I almost it fell is so again. dull. I had to watch like, it three days in a row. I kept falling asleep. Unbelievable. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I, so I did. The, uh, the interesting part though is like one of the, or sorry, one interesting part that we didn't talk about is the males, like how they're all like dimwitted or like, what are they? I dull? couldn't tell like, that. They are didn't they, explain they... that. They should have, that, that would have been an interesting thing to explore. Well, it sounded like, so when, when uh, old mate Sister Summer Isle, yeah, the Summer Isle is that how you say it? I don't know how you I say don't it. Know, man. She wasn't she explaining that you know the men are just there for procreation, so they're just literally kept so they can breed. They're almost she did explain you know, like that, but it's like I kind of want to see that. Like, don't tell me about that. Let you want to see them? <laughs> yes, I want to see them being bred. <laughs> Jay, just know, watch porn, mate. It's, it's like, right. Let there. Nick, let Nick Cage, like uncover that. Like, you know, like that, like there is an interesting scene where he goes, he go. He, so we're getting towards the end of the film here. He, he's like trying to chase back, find just <laughs> summer Isle again. And he goes into a house and bursts down one of the doors. And there's just like a weirdly deformed dude. Yeah. That had no relevance bedroom. though. Like, is, is that what, is that, but is that what it's saying? It's like, it doesn't matter what they look no like. Idea. They're just there for breeding. I guess. But like, no, she's like, we need the best like DNA. You'd didn't think she that, say though, wouldn't you? Didn't she say that? She's like, we need the best stock. You're telling me that guy's the best stock. <laughs> yeah. I go ahead, dude. Sure, they can get better like, stock again. That, like uh, maybe that is what they want, but like maybe explain that. You know, like I don't know. It's it's interesting because like that's almost like a bit of a jump scare. And there's a few in that in that that exact moment where like you know he bursts down another door and it's a woman covered in bees. The weirdest thing I think I've ever seen. I actually, I actually like must not have seen that. Oh man, it's such she's a just covered in bees inside. Yeah, she sat on a chair, basically naked, just covered in bees. I mean, that obviously bad CGI bees because everything in this is bad CGI bees. But interesting. It's um, yeah, it's not. It's 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 weird. So what I'm trying to get at here is that the co- the, the comedy, the horror in this, like I found almost offensively boring. Like they got to a point where they're doing like double jump scares. There was a bit where he's ha- he fell asleep on on the pier looking for the airplane. The guy who's flying the airplane, yeah. And he wakes up and he jumped into the water and the girl was dead. And he wakes up and the and girl's in his arms. And she's dead again. <laughs> and I was like, this is that part was funny, dull. bro. That part was so funny because he's just like, 
Oh my god! Damn god it. damn it! <laughs> and you're just like, what is? He hits those highs of Nicolas Cage for a split second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I enjoyed that bit a lot. That was pretty funny. Like he's just so he's just so frustrated. He's not even scared. I'm like, if that happened to me, I'd be a little bit more than just like, God damn it! I think I think that li- that literally leads into the best bit of the whole film and where the unintentional comedy genuinely starts is when Nick Cage decides he's going to chase around this entire village, literally just chasing children, which sounds a lot worse <laughs> when you say it out loud. And he's just knocking off their masks. Yeah, he's, he's knocking like, off their masks. Come here, give me your mask. Of- yeah. <laughs> but then, like, he gets in a fight with uh, Sister Beach and just, like, Knocks leathers her, her in the face. Dude. It's so good. And, like, some of the kicks he does in this, are, oh my god, it's so good. I was literally, I was like, oh, he, he just Ryu kicked her in the face. It's fucking hilarious. The best part of the movie is when he punches, when he punches her in the face. And I'm not a misogynist for saying that. It's just, it's so almost like random. He, he just gives up. He's like, fuck it, this is happening. Bang. At this point, but you're 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 kind of like you. It's cathartic. Yes. <laughs> it's a, it's it can't cathartic. get an answer. It's cathartic to watch him just suddenly become like I'm I'm Bruce Lee at on this farm. <laughs> like all you all you people are about to learn the art of the dragon. And he and he <laughs> and he shows them all. I really want to see him in a, a kung fu movie. That would be hilarious. But there was like I creepy mean, bits get... where just like random like ladies were just like on the side and I would have like jump scare punched them as well on accident. Like you'd, oh, you'd yeah, be like absolutely. walking through the woods and they'd be like, hello. And you, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> left hook. It's just your like, reaction. Yeah. It's like Joey from Friends. You just react like that. You just throw a punch. Yeah. Well, what else happened? I don't even know. What What do we? What else well, can we talk about with this one? We get to the, the climax of the film. They're going towards one of these pagan festivals. And effectively, Nick Cage has stolen Sister Beach's outfit, which is like a full bear outfit, which by the <laughs> which way. Which is also why it's just so amazing. comedic, dude. But it's so unnecessary. And then he basically finds out that, yes, the daughter is going to be sacrificed in quotation marks. So he tries to save the daughter. And my favorite scene in the whole movie is that in a bear outfit, Nick Cage just runs up to a random lady and punches her in the face. Just full, just like, bang. And she in, crumples. And then, oh, it's so it's so good. In the, like, what is it called? In the... Bigfoot style outfit. It looks like Bigfoot's just running around and just all of a sudden punches <laughs> this lady. The, the crazy amazing. part is that the crazy part is that we just like are like, I'm expecting the girl to be dead, right? Aren't we all at this point? Oh, we, interesting. Did, what, what did you think? I was just so confused thought- by that first scene in the movie. I, I was thinking she was dead the entire time. And I'm, I'm wondering. I was thinking either she was uh, being held hostage somewhere, or that it was something to do with twins. The twins thing kept freaking me out. Every time I got over my twins thing, That's there was fair. another twin there. That's fair. I, I was kind of just wondering though, like why he was expecting her to be sacrificed the entire time. I just I because they'd had a bad harvest or something. They'd had a bad harvest, and it was her fault. But she'd already been dead. Like like he'd already seen her burn so i was good like they kept like i no they seem to infer that that girl in the beginning was the same girl oh so you thought that was like no i, I, so I thought that too and then when you look at her she looked very different i think because he kept like finding like like he dug up a grave and she wasn't there he kept like finding things that 
were yeah, in the cage. Yeah, might I understood. Still be alive. I understand. He kept having that, those but... weird flashes where, like, you know, you'd hear a kid running outside or whatever. I think it was just like him having a mental breakdown. No, well, he keeps <laughs> popping pills, so I thought I thought maybe it was yeah. that. But the the part that's that confused me the most: why would they do all this? Like, he's like suspecting that they're gonna do this in front of him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. would why would he expect that? Of course they wouldn't. It's it's all completely unnecessary build up. Yeah, like, just put him in the wicker thing and burn him. Yeah. Like it's coming. <laughs> the, the ending of the film is like they like the the little girl's in on the act too, and she runs back to the the cult mm. and they burn Nicolas Cage. Did you did you see the thing I sent you on YouTube? Because the version we watched was the cinematic why, version. Okay, why, I was gonna say why did they? Why did I have to watch that scene twice with it dubbed? Because there's an uncut version yeah. where in the uncut version you see them breaking his legs with a hammer and then putting you know, the the iconic bees thing where they put the hood on him. Because I was watching, waiting for that hood moment, like the the bit that everyone memes about and everyone talks about, and it just wasn't in the film. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it turns mm. out that the funniest part of the whole film isn't actually in the cinematic release. It's in the uncut version. So we had to, it, I mean, it's on YouTube, like whatever. I watched it. I watched it. And it was, it was utter nonsense. And then they, no, he's allergic to bees. <laughs> like, like just, wasn't that, didn't, wasn't that in your head the whole time as well? I was like, man's allergic to bees. And he keeps walking into fields full of bees. Full of bees. Like, and, and they brought him back to life. They stung him just to bring him back to Multiple life. Multiple times. What was the point? Multiple times. Also, she says, like, we did it the old way earlier. What is the old way? What did that mean? Yeah, what, what was the old about? way? Tell me the old way. So I guess the only other thing to mention, it literally, is that, did you see those CGI bees? Did you see how fucking awful they were? Better than Jabba the Hutt, but pretty bad. <laughs> They're pretty yeah. bad. It's pretty they bad. were they were literally terrible, literally awful. DL, do you have any tones of themes for this movie before we shimmy on? That's a great question. I guess like if if there was a theme, it would be don't get honey dicked. Basically, you know, <laughs> it, don't just fall for a be- a pretty face. Make sure there's more to it. You know, very true, my man. Oh, yeah. never a true word. Can, can I, there is definitely like a theme in this about hear me out about women and power like i couldn't tell from what was this if the person the writer was like pro-feminist or if it was like the ideological ramblings of like a a crazy misogynist dude like i think more the latter fluctuated wildly it it wasn't very clear if they did have that as a goal for the theme yeah what they were well, there trying weren't, there weren't to many say. clear goals in this. No, but I, I get your point. They did they did kind of mess around with that, you know, with yeah, the whole backstory of the of the, well. of the tribe. Yeah. Um yeah, for sure. But it, the main thing I took away from that was like, are they witches? They're like, We fled Salem. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I guess they're witches. There was something about that. It, yeah. yeah, the whole pagan thing as well. It was you yeah. know, w- was there a mystical element in it? He did keep having these dreams about the girl. Probably not. It was probably just nonsense. He was probably having a mental breakdown. But I think that isolation was like one of the key themes for me as well. And that like almost conformity for the sake of conformity within that community was very odd. Yeah. Did you ever, I heard a rumor that, not a rumor, just that more research is showing, showing that the Salem witch trials were a result of like the wheat having gone bad and like ergot forming really? in the wheat and like everybody was just hallucinating and that's a big reason why but they just burned a bunch of that's people. fascinating it's pretty crazy to say 
but and laugh at because it's a while ago. You shouldn't. Someone died. But uh, I was I saw a thing that was saying that one of the reasons why witches are portrayed like pointy hats and having cauldrons is because that's how they used to create beer. And it was around the time of like all the Salem witch trials and stuff. And one of the ways, one of the ways that some males might try and get rid of competitors with better brews than them was by saying, oh, they're a witch. And once you're called a witch in those times, it's pretty much death sentence. So like that then was associated that look of the people who were brewing the, brewing the, the beers, mm. having that look. Isn't that fascinating? It is. It is. Yeah. There's a lot going right, on then. there. What we do now is we like to do our three best and three worst, which is three reasons why you might want to watch this movie and three reasons why you might not. Like, unintentional humor aside. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit dumb, but we like doing it. DL, what are your three best and three worst? I mean, if you like Nicolas Cage, you'll like this movie. <laughs> like, if you like any Being version Nicolas Cage, that's of my first Nicolas one. Cage, yeah, you like this movie. It is interesting to see a movie like this that, like, you can see what they're going for, a creepy kind of, like most of the movie for a horror movie is in the day, you know, like it's yeah, not like at yeah. night. So like that, that is an interesting, you know, this is all, if you liked Midsommar, you might just watch this to compare, like maybe this was, <laughs> maybe this is what inspired it, you know, like yeah. I, I could make a better movie than the Nicolas Cage, the Wicker, like I should have made, I can make that movie. Um, And then Fair. my third one is there's a really great uh peak, handsome James Franco reference for anyone or cameo for Anyone that's interested very, at the end of Very this. young James Franco. Yeah. Who's yeah, the other guy? Certainly. The other guy's like a 90s star as well. Yeah, I can't remember I his name. Place I saw him and I was like, I was too blinded by the, the James Franco appearance for no reason. We didn't yeah. talk about that either. So there is a post credit scene to this where James Franco pops up and, um, sorry, after Nicolas Cage dies and burns alive in a wicker man, we should have said that's what happens to him. That is, I mean, it did. he should have seen it coming. You know, it was always coming. Oh, it could have been the bees. It could have been the bees. Anyway, <laughs> Nicholas Cage's former fiance and one of the other girls go back to the real world to try and what do you say, honey dick? Honey some, dick. Uh, some, some new, new single lads contestants. Yeah. yeah. So it's a uh, it's a it's a very odd ending and a weird way to end with just a buzzing going on. But yeah, I also had for my three best, three worst, Nick Cage be Nick Cage. Like, gotta do it. Man's 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 a legend at it. Um, I thought there's a good idea in there somewhere. I think other films have done it significantly better, but like I, I do like that isolation vibe. Same. I think it's interesting. I think we you had know, a similar no one too phones. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just the scene where Nick Cage is dressed as a bear and just punches a woman in the face. I just like I couldn't I couldn't get past that. I was like, this is and the the scene where like the girl in the bar like jumps on his back and he's just like trying not to hurt her, <laughs> then he's just like, screw it. Sidekick like, in the face. Bruce Lee's or yeah. I, yeah. I loved that too. I thought the acting where he about he's about to go get burned is actually a bit, you know, emotionally frightful. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my. I believe that he would be freaky. Out really? There. I did. I did. I did like that part. I just thought he was just going full Nick Cage. I, I mean, he like, was. Oh. There was a couple moments where it felt real to me <laughs> that he might react. That Mate, way. More power to you. I wish I could have yeah. seen that, too. What yeah. are your worst, buddy? Uh. My worst is probably the same thing as my best. Nick Cage is a little too Nick Cage at times. Leaning into it. I love it. I love it. There's uh there's that. I'd say the second one is just like the amount of just plot holes. Uh, like not even plot holes, just things that they didn't really finish. Yeah. It's not a plot Absolutely. hole. It's just like a it's more like a, a abandoned plot. 
<laughs> you know, like abandoned plot beat. Isn't isn't that fair? It's like an abandoned yeah, totally. plot line. Yeah, like there's a lot of those. Um, and plot holes, plot beats. My th- yeah, yeah. My third is like, I don't know. I just didn't really buy the main actress. She's pretty, but uh, the the wife. Oh, I liked her. I know fair you enough. did. I just, it's just. I guess there was just the writing. They needed to change some plot moments to make her be more believable to me. Sure. Oh, I mean, like if she'd have given him anything, like any anything reason why she on, fled, been like yeah, any like have the yeah. daughter be actually you know known that it's his early, like that's more motivating. The plot just was missing some some just like basic changes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like could have done quite a bit for it. All right, uh, very quickly then. Mine are the CGI bees. My God, they were bad. And he's going, they're in my eyes. They're in my eyes. And they're clearly nowhere near his eyes. <laughs> the lazy jump scares, they just, I don't, I, jump scares don't scare me. Mm. Like this had potential as like psychological thriller. I felt like there was something there to go after. Yeah. And lazy jump scares, man. The, the double, the double, um, dream in a dream sequence. I was like, man, come on. You're better than this. It wasn't. It wasn't better than this. It was too stupid to be. And uh, just all of the plot. Yeah, the plot was the, the main thing. <laughs> there were just some big, big missing pieces. Yeah. Yes, that absolutely were. So what we do now is we're going to talk about our rating system. But before we do, let me ask you, DL. Do you, can you guess for me what the IMDb score is? The IMDb score on this one is sub four for sure. It's got to be like a, a three eight. It's 3.8, baby. You is got it. Really? it. Yes. Yes, <laughs> oh, it love is. Love that for me. Love that for me. And I personally think that is very kind. Can you guess for me then the Ron Tomato score? Uh, 22. It's 15. 15. Shocker. Oh, it's oh, it's not good. And finally, our classic Letterboxd, which is for every other normal film, is 3.6. Can you guess me what it is for this? 20, I'm going to go in the middle of my other two guesses. 28. Oh, it's not. It's 1.9. Or 2.8, I guess is what I was going to say. 1.9, wow. Yeah, yeah. real Bad. real not good scores for this. Do you want to explain our uh, classic rating system? Yeah, we uh, we don't rate films on um, 10 workers or 5 workers or <laughs> Nicolas Cage at his absolute hammiest or his most subdued. We uh, we rate it on uh, if it was better, than, better or worse than a movie called Aquaman 2018, which... It's a pretty average movie. So it's, it's a good the way most to average say, movie we know. It's a good way to say, like, hey, is this is this above average or below? Well, yes or no? What do you reckon, DL? Mm, no. <laughs> this is not better. This is not better. Things worse? Why things worse? Uh, why is it worse? Uh I don't know, man. At least Aquaman is I don't know. It's 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 just there's at least some action sequences. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> and it make I guess there's a plot like it does yeah. make sense even if it's an absurd plot there's a <laughs> there's an obvious play on a throne it's something I can get behind medieval a bit but I understand fair, fair. that you know I just didn't <laughs> understand what was going on here uh I thought the unintentional funniness of it like was the only saving grace up to the point where he started kicking and punching people I was like all right yeah this is funny but Nothing else in this was good. Like nothing. Yeah. His motivations. The a- anyone trying to look anything other than confused. That was the <laughs> standard look in this. It's confused, like but bin. also nonplussed. Like you're the one that's telling me you lost your kid. You should be a bit more worried about this. Why are you <laughs> so like zan- you, you should, They all kind of seem zannied out. 
They all you had know? that Zoe Deschanel look from the, yes, the happening dude. from last week, if you remember. They all, they, maybe maybe they'd all taken a bunch of Xanax beforehand, but yeah, it was... Or the breeze caught up with them, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't better than Aquaman, unfortunately, for me. It was, it was, it was definitely worse this week. Yeah, it is. But it DL, is. then, let's wrap up. Do you want some true or false trivia? You know, I think I do. I want to hear about what went on on this set. Give me some, give me some nuggets. Brilliant. All right. So, although the film was a critical and commercial failure, it actually went on to gain a cult following. Is that true or is that false? It's obviously true. It is true yeah. because of Nicolas Cage's ridiculous acting and people saying that it is unintentionally funny in quotation marks. Hence the reason for this fantastic anthology we're doing right now. So, yes, that is one for you, dear. Second one, true or false? Winona Ryder turned down the role of Willow in the film. Is that true or is that false? True. She seems like she would be creepier. She absolutely would have been. And she turned it down for the reason she, quote, this is, this is all I need to be trivia, by the way. So this could be absolute nonsense. But apparently she hated the script. <laughs> and I feel like good for her. I mean, she's smart. Yeah, she's a smarter actress, to be fair. Smart egg. Yeah, exactly. True or false deal? Much of the dialogue, perhaps over 80%, I love this, uh, is word for word the same as in the original Wicker Man from 1973. Is that true or is that false? False. It's actually true, but sometimes they change the context, which I find <laughs> baffling. That means they use the same words, but took it out of context. So why? <laughs> gave, gave it to <laughs> Look, man, I have no idea, but ultimately I found this movie a really hard watch. Like it, it only got funny in the last like half, 20 minutes, 25 minutes tops. So like it was good, had fun with it, but I don't think I'd go back to it. I definitely would not. I kept falling asleep. I mean, maybe as a sleep aid. Fair. Maybe, maybe yeah. you're just a tired boy. Yeah. As a sleep aid, I will, I will watch it <laughs> as a sleep aid. All right, Joe, where can I find us? They can find us at the podcast assemble at gmail.com or podcast assemble on Instagram. My man, let's wrap this shit up. To wrap it up, well, thank you, Matthew Bliss, for editing and mastering this week's episode of Many Mic Drops, Headbutts, <laughs> yeah. and Water Clinks that you will find. Undoubtedly uh, master out. I apologize. If you'd like to hire someone to edit your podcast, head to MatthewBliss.net uh, and book a podcasting consultation today. If you want to hear his work, I would actually recommend you check out his pod from my home to yours. Uh, expat pod about kind of moving around new experiences big life experiences big changes that um matt and his partner record is it weekly i think it was weekly i think they've taken a minor pause but they'll be back baby they're uh it's a very wholesome podcast you've got time to catch up yeah go and check it out it's uh oh, it's yeah. it's different and i think while you're there you should because you're just in app anyway you should just like us give give matt the podcast five stars give us five stars while you're there too we would really very much appreciate it for all this nonsense that you have to put up with from us if you've got this far you should be doing that anyway you can do it right in app you can do it in spotify you can do it in app you can do it anywhere appreciate it appreciate it thank you for sticking with it guys we really appreciate it dl Tally ho. Tally ho. Until next time. I'll see you, Tommy. Later. Later's gators. Later's gators. Bye bye. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a share. All the things for algorithm. You. Yeah. Soldier boy, tell. Hey, I got the new damn for y'all.